0: What's up, guys? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery. As always, I'm your host, Justin Michael, and we're going to be going over just, you know, kind of everything that's going on in college football right now. am going to talk about the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Also went over that on the college pod with Henry, but just going to kind of give some of my thoughts on that entire situation. going to talk about how... It impacts, you know, the Mountain West, what I think they should do as far as the spring season goes. Just kind of jump into all that, going to go over the news, and then I'm going to talk about the, the CSUCU rivalry a little bit. It's, it's been a long time since the Rams have been able to beat the Buffs, but yeah, just going to talk about that 2014 game, which it's been a long six years, a long six years for the Colorado State faithful. Man, time flies. I I just, I can't even believe it, it's already been that long. Before we jump into the podcast, got to shout out our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Right now is just the perfect time to crack open an ice cold avalanche amber ale. It's the NHL playoffs. We, you know, if you're in Colorado, at least you root for the avalanche, you might as well drink avalanche ale supporting our partners is a form of supporting us. It all just, you know, it works out. It's perfect symmetry. The farmhouse is open. It's, it's a perfect socially distanced setup. Beautiful, just a great outdoor dining experience. If you're more comfortable at home, you can order a curbside pickup from 12 to 8. And if you call them, just make sure you use the code DNVR because you can save $5 on your order. Gotta love that. And then for those of us that are at home, Make sure that you just keep picking up those 12 packs, keep picking up those 15 can samplers. You can get it delivered straight to your house via Drizzly. Also, you can check out the Breck Beer Locator, which will tell you the closest liquor store, closest King Supers, Costco near you, all that fun stuff. Takes all the inconvenience out of beer shopping. Shout out to Breck. We love them. You love them. Breck brew. Cool, 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 cool. Before we start talking about college football, I want to quickly acknowledge Jarek Robinson and Luke McAllister, a couple of 2021 commits for CSU football. Each of them have been invited to participate in the Blue Gray American Bowl. Really cool opportunity for them to compete against some of the other elite high school talent. Always just fun, you know, for the high school kids when they get to play in an NFL stadium. This one will take place at Jerry World, the Cowboys Stadium. Super, super cool. I've actually never been there. I, I would really like a chance just, you know, as a fan even to just take a game in there, let alone play. So it'll be really, really cool for Luke and Jarek. i uh, not sure if they'll be suiting up in the same game or not. There's actually three between December and January. There's actually three games. So, you know, it's it's really more like a series just to a showcase series to highlight players and and i have no problem with it it just kind of cracks me up to call it a bowl because like i said there are more than one don't know if they'll play together or not but still a cool opportunity (laughs) oh man my mind's going a million places a minute i I keep thinking about in semi-pro they're the flint michigan mega bowl you can call anything a bowl now but anyways back on track Really cool opportunity for them to to compete. And I just wanted to make sure that I shouted them out. Get everybody excited. All that fun stuff. Shout out to you, Jarek. Shout out to you, Luke. Congratulations. Really cool opportunity. Ram fans will definitely be paying attention. Let's let's get into it though. Let's talk. Let's talk Big Ten and Pac 12, which I'll be honest, it just it doesn't really make sense to me. If if you if you haven't been paying attention, a, a report came out uh, at the end of last week, you know, Friday, which just kind of talking about the Big Ten potentially eyeing a Thanksgiving start for their football season. Potentially, the Pac-12 might be starting a little bit earlier as well, and then you know there's there's a chance that down the line, the Pac-12 and Big Ten will be lined up for for some type of postseason play. And that's actually fine. I don't. I don't have any beef with that part of it. I think the Mountain West should do something similar with the MAC, especially if they're going to be the two significant G five leagues that end up playing this spring. It just you know gives you something to play for. I know the Arizona Bowl was already kind of looking at something like that, and it, there might be a situation where you just come up with some type of just conference agreement, almost like they do in college basketball. Where the, you know you just play, you know they had the Mountain West Mo- Missouri Valley Showcase, the uh, the A10 and the Mountain Mountain West are doing something this year in hoops, so you know that that part all makes sense. The the part that doesn't make sense to me at all is just kind of the time frame of all of this. You're you're gonna come back and, and start around Thanksgiving if you're the Big Ten, and try and compete with the NFL, which as we all know just owns Thanksgiving, you know, nothing, the NBA, nobody else even really tries to compete with them. So you, you've already got an uphill battle there, let alone the fact that the ACC, the SEC, all these other leagues that didn't postpone, assuming that they make it through their slate, you know, too, not too phased or whatever, assuming there aren't too many hiccups with that, they're going to be in the heart of their season. I don't know. It just seems weird. Like at that point, you know, people that are that are fans of those teams, they're always going to watch. And people like me, but if you're just a more casual college football fan, and it's Thanksgiving or you know late November doesn't not necessarily Thanksgiving, the day itself, but it's it's late November. Are you going to watch? You know, an SEC game with with rivalries that are going to potentially decide the college football playoff, or? Are you gonna watch Game One between Iowa and Rutgers? You know, I I don't have any beef with the Big Ten or anything like that. It's obviously one of the better football products normally, but it just seems really weird to start. Then I don't I don't really understand what's starting in November, how that helps them at all. You know, why why not just start in late September at that point if you're gonna try and play this fall? Maybe they're banking on testing or, or coming into some funding. I don't I don't know. Maybe there's always you know stuff behind the scenes that you've got to recognize. you know, we just we may not be privy to everything, and I get that. But I just I really don't understand the timing at all. it it doesn't make sense to me. I don't see why you would try and compete with the NFL there. I don't see why you don't just try and play in September. I don't know. I just play in spring or play in fall, but don't play halfway in between. It's just weird. You know, what it what is what does that do to to fix things? I don't I don't get it. I really don't. You know, it's been about a month since you announced that you were gonna postpone. Nothing's changed, you know, with the virus, numbers aren't going down, testing hasn't gotten cheaper yet. There've been some some positive traction on that front, which we've talked about before. But to me, and maybe I'm maybe maybe I'm just being a skeptic, and and that you know Henry kind of called me that on the college pod. But when I look at this situation, it's just hard for for the critic in me to to not come out and and look at a situation like the Big Ten and and be like, did you guys ever ha- actually have the you know best interests of the student athletes in mind, or was the only reason you postponed in the first place was because you were trying to win? you know, the PR trying to get the good headline because you just assumed that's what the other leagues would do. And now it kind of backfired in your face because, you know, the SEC, the ACC, some of the big 12, they all called your bluff. And now you want your money just like everyone else. Maybe it's not. Maybe that's not the situation. Maybe it's just an example of the scientific process playing out and them, you know, trying to make the best decisions they have with the best information they have. And hopefully that's it. But that's that's putting a lot of faith into the school system, into the leagues, into the NCAA, whoever, you know, these major entities that really quite frankly, you know, haven't haven't done much to deserve the benefit of the doubt. I don't it I don't. I'm trying not to just rail on them. Cause like at, at the end of the day, the football fan in me is like, hell yeah, more football. I, I want to watch as much college football as possible. I, I don't want to have to wait for it. So, you know, if it comes in November, that's better than coming in February. It just doesn't really seem all that logical to me. Maybe I'm missing something. If, if, if you see some, I don't know, some great visionary outline for this plan that I'm missing, please tweet it at me, but I don't see it at least right now. Let's talk about the CU game. I'd, I'd, Rather, you know, go down memory lane, I guess, even though it's kind of painful since it's been six whole years since CSU's been able to beat CU, but I figured now's as as good a time as ever since it's actually been six full years since Jim McElwain's Rams went into then-titled Sports Authority Stadium and handed the Buffs a win. Before we jump into that, gotta shout out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, though. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Everybody's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. That's right, football is about to be back, and to celebrate football's 101st year, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new users in the center of the action with a free $101 bet. All you got to do is place a bet on the Kansas City vs. Houston Thursday night opener. This touchdown of a deal is only available for 101 hours, so get in on all of this action now. You heard us right. DraftKings is giving all new users a free bet of $101. All you've got to do is sign up, place a bet of $10 or more on that Kansas City-Houston game, and use the code DNVR when you sign up. If you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now. Check out all that they have to offer. Tons of great promotions, odds boosts, really just a lot of fun. Plus, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can always trust your funds are going to be right and easy to access. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code DNVR to get a free $101 bet once you place a bet on the first football game of the season. That promo code DNVR to get your free $101 bet for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. For my DraftKings pick of the week, actually going to go to that Thursday night game between the Texans and Chiefs. And right now, I'm I'm really feeling like the over. I just think there's going to be a lot of offense in this. I think the tackling is going to be kind of sloppy, especially because... You know, you didn't have a preseason. You didn't get a lot of hitting drills just with COVID and, and you know, injury precaution and all that right now. Right now, it's set at 54 and a half. I'm, I'm thinking the over. It's minus 110. Pretty decent value there. And at the end of the day, like I said, I just think it's going to be kind of sloppy early. It's it's very possible that that is also going to impact the offense. But I do think that it, it's going to be more favorable for offenses early You know, there'll be mistakes, there'll be sloppy stuff, holding, you know, false starts, all that type of stuff. But I also think there's just going to be a lot of big plays. And if anybody has big play potential, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's why I'm locking that in for my DraftKings pick of the week. DraftKings pick of the week. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Man, how, how has it been this long? since CSU has been able to beat CU. 2014. I was just a pup back then, man. God, I can't, like... If you, you, you would, there's no way you would have been able to tell me back in 2014 after that game that the Rams are going to lose five straight. No way. I was on top of the world, man, and that's saying something. I mean, I worked for the team, so it made sense that I would be incredibly stoked. But I actually went to that game as a student, just with my friends. And I got an underage drinking ticket in the parking lot. So, and and I still had fun that night. So that's really saying something. I should tell that story just briefly. Because it was, (laughs) it was just so dumb. So, so dumb. First off. Just to kind of set the scene of, of what we were what we were working with. My my cousin at the time had just he, he'd just come back home to Colorado. I originally he went to a private Christian school out in California. Got in a little bit of trouble for for drinking out there. They're a lot more strict than you know universities. And long story short, he ended up coming home. At this point, he had not enrolled at CSU. He eventually did transfer to CSU and graduated from CSU. But at this point, he was still kind of trying to figure it out. And I talked him into coming to the game, scored an extra student ticket for him. And and the main thing was he had a van that could fit a bunch of people. So we packed like 10 people into this van, literally had, had my friend Audrey sitting on the floor in between the seat and the sliding door of this 2000, 1999, I, I don't even know how old it was, caravan. <laughs> it was just the total college experience. We're all 19 years old. You know, we've got way too many people in this hunk of junk vehicle. Only some of us have seatbelts on because there's not enough. I mean, some people aren't even sitting in real seats. We've got a ton of just terrible, cheap, just the worst booze you could think of. And we all mobbed down to Denver, and we're all stoked for the showdown. And at first, it, it's going great. You know, everybody's drinking. They're having a good time. I'm stoked. My cousin's here. My friends are here. I've got some friends from my hometown, a bunch of new friends from CSU. It's just, you know, life is good. I'm I'm thinking, you know, this is what it's all about. But I was just way too overconfident walking around with beers, you know. I'm I have a baby face still, so... I'm sure you can imagine what I looked like at you know 18, 19, 20 years old. I didn't even look remotely 21, but I was so confident. And I'm just cruising around the parking lot outside the stadium, and this dude just walks up to me, and he, looking looking straight like Turtle from Entourage. Got a baseball jersey on backwards, baseball new era cap on, jeans, Air Maxes comes up to me. He's like, let me see your ID. I, I think the guy's messing with me. I think it's just, you know, some sports fan coming up to me and like, oh, you look young. <laughs> I kind of laugh it off, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, go Rams. And I kind of turn around, walk away. Then he grabs me from behind. He's like, no, let me see your ID. And then he pulls a badge out from this jersey and my heart just sinks, man. My It's everything goes in slow motion at that point. I just, I, I've never been much of a troublemaker. I didn't really have a lot of interactions with the police in high school. You know, I went to some parties and stuff and you know, there's always cops will show up there, but it's not really, not really individual attention from the police, but I, I just looked like a deer in headlights. I'm sure. Couldn't believe what had just happened. Oh man. God, just to this day, I can still feel how nervous I instantly was. But the dude writes me a ticket, and and thank God my cousin didn't get one too, because like I said, he'd already gotten in trouble out at his other school. He narrowly avoided one by being in the porta potty when the cops came up—just pure luck, pure luck, and pure unluckiness for me. Anyways. <laughs> I wasn't even planning on talking about any of that, but all of that happens before the game. So you get in the stadium, you have this incredible game. I, I refer to this game as the D heart game, but for the first, you know, two quarters, I couldn't really enjoy it. Cause all I could think about was how am I going to tell my parents? I'm just panicking. But by the end of the fourth, I'm just so into it. So pumped up, so hype with that CSU student section that you know, I just decide. You know, I'll I'll deal with this another day. You know, sitting and sulking in the stands isn't gonna isn't gonna make the incident go away. Might as well enjoy the moment. So I just try and lean in and try and enjoy the moment with all of all of you know my fellow Rams students, everybody around me. And it was still you know one of my best college memories, even after getting in trouble and having to go to court, which was kind of another funny story in itself. The I explained everything that happened, you know, getting caught by the undercover cop, not realizing it's a cop and all that. And the judge just cracked up and goes, bummer. (laughs) True. Best way to describe it. Bummer. Just bad luck. But now that it's been that long since that night, I just, I can't help but feel sorry for all the CSU fans that, you know, came and went and you know potentially went 4 or 5 years you know had their entire college experience without ever getting to experience the the high of beating a rival like that i got my first ticket ever that night first time i'd ever really gotten in trouble i didn't even care that's how great the night was by the end of it you know that's that's what makes those games so special so memorable so monumental and i just you know, to get back to the the 2020 and the COVID stuff, it it sucks that Adazio is missing that chance to bring back the passion and potentially, you know, get a win over CU at home at Canvas Stadium. In an ideal world, it, it would have been in front of a sold-out stadium, but even just getting that chance to play would have been so big. At the end of the day, the diehards, the, the people that listen to this podcast every day, the people that read everything about the rams that watch every game on tv that stay up for the 8:30 kickoffs that you know live and breathe and die ram football they're going to watch no matter what you know you're in it for life you're committed that's just how it is but the more casual fan the more passive people the rivalry wins that's how you get them back and it just sucks. It, it sucks that it's been five years since CSU's been able to make it, or six years now, goodness. And it, it also, it just sucks that Adazio's losing that that chance to play the game and potentially, you know, kickstart his era the way McIlwain was able to with a, a big-time rivalry win over the quote-unquote mighty buffs from CU. You know, I'm not I'm not reinventing the wheel here or saying anything that every CSU fan hasn't been pounding on the tables for the last 5 years. But things have they've they've got to change, you know. They've they've got to win these big games. They've they've got to beat CU, they've got to beat Wyoming, you know. You got to find a way to take down Air Force every now and then and their wonky triple option. But you got to at least be competitive because you can't have these stints where you go half a decade without winning. It's just, it's not acceptable. Not if you're trying to be a, be the D type of D1 program that I think they envisioned when they approved this on campus stadium. You know, it's, you don't do that type of stuff to just be mediocre. That's, that's never been the goal here. But anyways, I just, I've been really reflective lately, especially with the September 5th coming up. It's, it's hard to just not think what if, you know, you have Austin P and central Arkansas play this weekend and Navy and, and Notre Dame, I believe are going to play pretty soon. And that'll all be exciting, but it's just going to be weird. It's going to be so weird. Not going to canvas this fall. It even feels weird not having to, you know, make that drive to Denver this August for the showdown. You just get so used to all that type of stuff. I mean, I've done it every year since 2014, obviously, even before that, I've, been to every showdown since 2011 now getting old getting old indeed but it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird indeed make sure that you guys keep up with all the written content everything that we've got going at dnvr got kick-ass abs nuggets you know broncos training camp coverage all that stuff rockies obviously buffs if you're into that sort of thing just kidding shout out to my man hank but thank you to everybody that subscribes You guys make all of this possible. I've got some really, really good guests coming up this week, so make sure that you are locked in with the podcast. Really, really pumped about it. We'll be back. Peace.